Chicago Public Schools educates nearly 67,000 students who are learning English. In the past, the school district has been criticized for not fully supporting those students as required by state law. The district now says it's providing them more resources. But according to evaluations of its bilingual education program before the COVID-19 crisis, the majority of schools are falling short. Now, as students are learning remotely, bilingual education is challenged even more. Reporter Adriana Cardona-Magigat has more as WBEZ kicks off an in-depth look at bilingual education in Chicago. The gym at Sandoval Elementary on the southwest side was the center of a big celebration last December. Today we will be presented with concrete proof that what we are doing is right for our English learners. A study by the University of Chicago Consortium on School Research showed many students who don't speak English at home were doing well academically. This report followed some 18,000 students who had started the bilingual program in kindergarten. Most reached English proficiency by 5th grade and nearly 80% by 8th grade. Students also had better attendance, math test scores, and grades than students who were native English speakers. But while there is a lot to celebrate in this report, it also confirms that we still have a lot of work to do. Nuri Ortega, a parent at Spray Elementary on the southwest side, agrees with Jackson. More needs to be done. Ortega's oldest son, Christopher, only speaks Spanish at home. Starting in kindergarten, he transitioned over time from learning in Spanish to learning in English. But Ortega feels he never got enough support to fully master English. That's an area of weakness for the entire school, according to the district's evaluation of Spray's bilingual program. It was really frustrating for us since kindergarten, Ortega says. That's because her son had to make improvements in Spanish, but also in English. And she was told at school that in fourth grade, nobody will speak to him in Spanish anymore. By fourth grade, Ortega says, Christopher's test scores showed he was proficient in English and he no longer needed language support. But Ortega noticed her son wasn't fully ready. There were concepts that he understood in Spanish very well. But in English, not really, she says. Christopher is an eighth grader now, and sometimes it's hard for him to grasp some concepts in English, but there's no structure in place to help him. According to CPS's evaluation of its bilingual program, over the last three years, 72% of schools, including Spry, fell short of meeting the district's expectations. Nearly 400 schools with 20 English learners or more were evaluated. Many of them struggled to serve English learners with special needs, and many were also cited for not having enough licensed teachers and for weaknesses in their instructional programs. CPS has been evaluating its own schools after being in the spotlight for violating the state's bilingual education law, all in the name of improving the bilingual program. But is that really happening? There is no way that you can be in compliance if you're not being given the funds to make sure that the right teachers are being hired. Eva Corona is a bilingual teacher on the northwest side. She says it's hard to maintain a solid program when staff don't have the training that you need in order to make sure that your teachers have the capacity, the professional capacity to teach your bilingual students. Funding issues and teacher shortages have been long-standing problems for the district's bilingual program. Though district officials say the number of teacher vacancies has gone down as they try to strengthen recruitment efforts. 
teachers say giving schools a lower rating for something that's beyond their control doesn't make sense. But school district officials defend this approach. They say the evaluations hold schools accountable. We need data for the program to make a determination like are all the items for the 50 different things we look at are the students receiving all the services in the different areas they're supposed to. Jorge Macias heads the district's Office of Language and Cultural Education. Well, some of it is necessary for instructional purposes and some of it's necessary to demonstrate that we're, you know, for integrity's sake, that we're providing the services we need to. But teachers argue collecting all the documents for the evaluations isn't doing much to help improve the overall quality of bilingual education. English language program teachers across the city are spending so much time hunting for these papers. Like, oh, get this paper signed. I mean, that's what you're placing most value in? Nancy Serrano is an eighth grade bilingual teacher at Hernandez Middle School on the southwest side. Serrano's school got one of the highest ratings, but that doesn't mean much to her. Many of her eighth grade English learners, Serrano says, are nowhere near English proficiency. I also see that they struggle a whole lot in reading. They're far behind. They're reading at the second, third, fourth grade level. Instead of more paperwork, teachers want more personalized coaching that's not on the weekends or outside their work schedule, more learning materials in Spanish or other languages. They say, yes, there have been some improvements and investments, but not to the extent that's needed to make sure all schools have solid programs. Karen Tejes is also with the Office of Language and Cultural Education. She visited Bateman Elementary on the north side last winter. She says if teachers are bogged down with too much paperwork... And they're not really in classrooms coaching and helping strengthen instruction for our bilingual students, then compliance is maybe getting in its own way. Tejas still thinks these evaluations have value in helping ensure that schools are providing services in case a state which oversees bilingual ed audits them. We want to make sure we're ready if that ever happened. But some teachers insist true accountability doesn't exist. State officials haven't done audits of the CPS bilingual program in the last five years. They say they were about to start doing it when COVID-19 hit. Macias with the school district says the evaluations have helped identify areas of long-standing needs and some remedies. This include increases in the number of bilingual teachers and after-school tutoring for English learners. He's also proud of the expansion of dual language programs across the district, a move that's creating controversy. Nancy Serrano says... It's very much for the middle class, right? Mostly white. And that's who's getting their kids in the programs. They're benefiting from that. With the COVID-19 crisis, the district says it temporarily suspended its evaluations. English learners now are facing greater challenges with technology, reliable internet, and connecting with their teachers. The question now is... How will the district embrace the English learners who struggled the most before and during the pandemic? Adriana Cardona-Maguigad, WBEC News.